This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hello, Maria. Hello, Curtis. I don't want to shock you, but it's almost Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Every year, this just slips right up on us, and here we are. And, um, and this is also, the, I'm going to start calling it the season of the hack and the breach. You know, it's, um, it's really amazing. We've been around for, uh, practically what, 11 years now. Yeah. Well, in January will be 11 years. Yeah. And I remember it's just like, you know, the holidays is always that point of it's a little bit of a lull and people, you know, go through their budgets and so things are quiet. It hasn't been that in, I would say, the last five, six years. It's just no. people, it, this activity just keeps ramping up a little bit more and ticking up a little bit more from here. And then right now it's like even the last 48 hours have been crazy. Well, so I was just going to say just the phone's been ringing with just folks that have been dealing with breaches and folks we've never heard from before Yes, who are reaching out and trying to get help. It's It's been kind of. It's been picking up last week and then uh, yesterday, and, and so we're scrambling trying to run assessments and run scans and try and do some, uh, you know, to help folks out and figure out where this came from, how can they stop it, and that time things. So that's what we've been working on. Yeah, I think that um, sometimes there is activity that seems a little strange, but because it's a normal type of function in your day-to-day, you just like, oh, that's kind of weird, and you just keep going. You know, like getting an influx of like a large number of emails. What yes. does that say? Yeah. That somebody's doing something. Yep. Yeah. They're scour they're fishing and we're gonna talk about that. Uh fishing. And so before we dive into what we're talking about in this episode of Team Lotus Cares, episode twenty two, uh kind of explain what we've got going on. We've been talking a lot about the safeguard rule. The Federal Trade Commission, by the way, has pushed out that deadline into next year. So uh, companies and organizations do have a little more time, which is a good thing because, and I will be honest with you, it wasn't so much that the government said, oh, but these poor businesses, you know, they're in a rough spot. They're dealing with labor shortages and inflation. Let's give them a break. Let's wait until next year for the safeguard rule. No, 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 no. The reason they're waiting is that the Federal Trade Commission is not ready for you yet. And so they've delayed that a little bit. One of the other things we've been really working on, because we have noticed that typically the way that companies are getting breached is that folks are leveraging high-value individuals within a company. Think C-suite, CEOs, CFOs, folks that have a lot of access to things. So what we're going to be doing in the podcast, and we're developing this into a webcast as well. And so we're going to be able to share this with your CEOs within your company and your executive team. But we're going to be digging over the next uh, seven weeks in seven, I think it's seven or eight weeks. We may take a little day. We may take a day off for Christmas. But seven or eight weeks, we're going to be going over these seven points, things that you can do to protect yourself if you are a CEO, CFO. Now, these apply to everybody. But as you see us get into these, you'll see where they're really targeting uh, these individuals who have the permissions, who have the authority, and who are in a position that 
if they're leveraged by a hacker, give a lot bigger doorway into a company. Well, it, it's a doorway to to an an area that has the capacity of moving that company forward. So that is a huge value. And, you know, like the safeguard rule and FTC and, and among others, it's like it's it's a monumental, you know, area where they're, you're trying to segment it. How is best to tackle? And I think that's been the the biggest thing to the hurdle to, you know, just jump in and be able to be ready for it. So it's not as easy as just having, you know, malware or, you know, just, you know, someone provider standing by. It has a lot to do with processes. It has to do with qualified people to make sure that they have that and the product that's also being used. So the, this, these are nuances that organizations like the Federal Trade Commission is not ready to do that because it's going to be daunting. It's yeah. going to be daunting and it's not going to be overnight. So when you make that decision as to who's going to be able to to provide you these, you know, protections, it's going to take a, a bit to go through that and dissect it and document it and then start implementing. So it's not a Band-Aid like, you know, okay, that stopped the blood. No, the bleeding continues until, you know, you start whittling away at it. Um, but it starts by making that action um do you have that crystal ball who's going to be able to see all these little you know areas not, actually it's not so little that we're getting ready to talk about fishing is just one of them absolutely and and you you mentioned too the amount of work that goes into this and we and we make this simple for the business owner and for the management team at these companies uh we we pretty much it's just simple steps that we give them and 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 this happens but on the back end of this on our end, it has been a lot of hard work. I spend, uh, and I know Maria does as well, we both spend considerable amounts of time reading about this, studying it, meeting with uh, our cohorts and in the industry. Um, I know that I spend three minimum three weeks or three hours per week meeting with a group discussing security. And we're sharing ideas and we're sharing things that we're seeing. And, 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 you know, and these are led by a, an interesting team of security people that are schooled in security. And a couple of them actually come from the dark side of security. They were hackers. And so they're brought in to show us, well, here's some of the things that I've done. Now, it's funny. I had dinner with one of them a few weeks ago and. You know, a group of us are just sitting around having dinner and, you know, had a couple beers and, and we're thinking, you know, so, you know, we started asking questions we probably typically wouldn't ask in the office. And we're like, so how did you, and he says, no, no, I can't, no, I, I, I can't give you that level of detail, but these guys have done, they've done the crime. And, and so they know how the hacker thinks, how they operate and how they move within a company. But Enough said about that. Let's dive into our first segment this week and diving into these seven areas where uh, CEOs and C-suite executives and management team folks and business owners can protect themselves. So we'll dive into phishing. And there are levels of phishing. There's um, the first level kind of casts a wide net. You'll see an email come in from UPS or FedEx saying, hey, you need to confirm this delivery. Um, they're, they're, they're not targeted in any way. They're just kind of, 
generic messages. And by the way, those are easy to detect. Systems typically can grab those and pull them out of your email or or they're easy for you to see as well. You say, yeah, this is obviously a scam. The next level of that is spear phishing. Now, these are a little more focused, a little more personalized and a little harder to detect. And when I say personalized, it's it's going to look like that this is something that maybe you exclusively deal with. Let's say your email. You could specifically say, hey, so-and-so at so-and-so company email address, your email is going to be shut off by the end of the day because of so-and-so. So we see those quite a bit. And, uh, and those are a little more targeted. Now, the... and. And to kind of break this down, in phishing, these guys and the hackers, guys and gals, hackers who are doing these phishing schemes, they're sending out thousands of these a week. When it gets into spear phishing, they're only doing hundreds because, again, they're putting a little more time into it. The grammar is a little bit better. They're running spell check. So they're only doing hundreds of these. The next level, the farthest, deepest level, executive whaling, this is extremely targeted. They'll make it look like it's from one of your coworkers. Like this came from within your company. Um, it'll specifically name a particular client and say, hey, we're changing our the way we're invoicing. Use this link from now on to pay your invoices. Um, and these are harder. To recognize because they are so personalized. Generally, what we find is hackers are only sending a couple of these a week. That's how much work they're putting into these. They're crafting these extremely well. The, the links are harder to, to pull out. And so we're seeing more and more of this. There's, there's such high value to them that they will actually invest um, time to be able to... Um, to, you know, to get that whale. Um, so it's a ha- that higher dollar figure. Um, so now we're, you know, they're kind of fishing and sending that wide net. Now there's, it's been a little bit more um, definitive, you know, and it's oh, gonna, yeah. it's gotta make sense. You yes. know, it's like they, they get into it and say, like, Oh, well, their approval process is this. So let's um, have it come from the department of HR, um, that they change payroll companies and here's their new credentials. Well, and, and they know that, you know, uh, C-level executives in companies, especially CEOs and business owners, they know that they have um, access to HR records. It, yeah. It's not uncommon that, that an executive is going to have that level of, um, of access. Or if they don't have that level of access, they can request those records. Yep. Hence the mandates that come across our desk. Exactly. So what's some of the things that a person can do to protect themselves? Number one, slow down. Take your foot off the gas just a little bit. And I'm not even going to take you to tell you to take your foot off completely and tap the brake. Just to ease off the gas a little bit. Slow down and take a look at the email before you move forward. I know that you're going through a ton of emails every day. Many of us are. But Slow down, take a look. Let's look at the details. Hover over the links within the email and see if you can uh, uh, pick out what the the uh, final destination address is. Is it different than what the link says? That's something to keep an eye on. But most importantly, don't click on those links. I mean, use that 
as a indicator that this is a, a bogus message, but don't, that doesn't give you permission to click on them. Even if it does look legitimate to you, go ahead and copy and paste that address into a web browser. And then we always recommend you call the company or call the individual to confirm this, Yes, but do not call the telephone number in the email. email. Right. Go fish out the bill, find out who, you know, what their legitimate telephone number is, or get one of your staff members to dig into it and make a phone call, but don't call the number in the email because likely if it's, if it's a good hacker, they're going to have that set up going to them or one of their associates and, and they'll, if the information that they're after is valuable enough, they'll actually set up a call tree and make it sound like you're calling the company. And that is a lot easier to do yes. than we like to think it is. I can give you a fine example. Um, because uh, we have specific industries that we actually service, I received, um, it was very, very, um, I've seen several of these. Um, so I, you know, as Curtis now given us our little list here, a grocery list of what to see and what to look at. And so I'm receiving a procurement type of email. And so the discussions are very specific as to kind of devices and the services that they're looking for. And it's a global company. And it has to do with um, food processing, distribution of, of foods and so forth. And we have many clients in these areas. And um, so... Knowing what I know, I pick up the phone and it still was not comfortable with that. So I started doing the research of the actual um, company. It's a really well-known company. We we love their candy. We love their foods. Um, and it, you'd recognize it immediately. So I did find the correct um, contact and I was able to get down to the attorney where we actually, and that was my goal. I want to make sure that the recognition was that Someone is, not, you guys are a global company and you guys are targeted. Um, luckily, they do have, they have a, you know, some infrastructure already in place. So at least um, they took legal action towards this. Want to yeah. make sure we break these down as best as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not even a, a I mean, we just hate seeing this happen to anybody. And yes. like I say, you know, I know that probably took a considerable amount of time on your part. In fact, oh. I know it took a considerable Hours. Hours to track down their legal department and talk to them. And, 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 and initially I know you were probably blown off by the company Yes, and you know, by the, the frontline folks that answer the phones, but ultimately you did get the ear of the right person. Um, when you're looking at these emails, there are six specific things to look for illegitimate or unfamiliar email addresses. Also too, we also see a sense of urgency. Like you need to do this now, or you need to do it by the end of the day. They want you to act fast. Also, generic greeting or salutation, speed, spelling, grammar mistakes is number four. Number five, suspicious links or links that don't match the destination. And then number six, look for unexpected attachments, especially exe files. But really, they can embed um you know, hackers can embed code into just about any kind of file from a Word document to an Excel spreadsheet. So be careful with any of these, any attachment. Uh, it's just best to not open attachments. That's for sure. So, so again, we're, we're moving these through uh, over the next six or seven weeks or so uh, through the podcast here. If you know anybody that would be 
benefited by this, ask them to sign up and listen. It says, obviously, it's free. It's a podcast. And um, and then I can say we, we have a webinar that's coming together as well, which we'll be talking about, that runs through all seven of these within 30 to 45 minutes so that you're going to be able to sit down and get all of this in one shot if podcasting's not your thing, if you prefer a webinar. So, right. and a webcast, so... So I I look forward to bringing this series together. We've been working on it a very a, a lot, very you know, putting a lot of effort into putting this together. Just when we think we have it all, we have to change it up again because there are a yeah. lot of rules <laughs> and um, being changed and so forth. So you will see that one of the the series of the webinar is uh, it's an update basically to make sure that we stay um, alerted yeah. to the the new you know, if any changes are, have occurred. So it, you know, it's not going to be the same information all the time. So. Oh no, no, this one's all brand new. So take, so you know, keep an eye out, um, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, you will get updates, um, on what's going on and also, you know, our tips, our latest tips, um, uh, available to you. Yep. Check out show notes. We'll have uh, links to our uh, LinkedIn and our Facebook pages right there. So, but uh, Maria, thank you. And we're looking forward to Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.